afternoon, listeners, and welcome to Frithcast. Good afternoon, Miss Kate. Good afternoon, everyone. George, don't do that. <laughs> Welcome to Frithcast, uh, episode 14. 14. It no, doesn't work. It doesn't work. It no. doesn't work. 13 plus 1. 13 plus 1. Um, that doesn't work either. Episode 14. Episode 14. Uh, which we are, uh, tonight we are talking about uh, the stuff that we've decided to talk about tonight, uh, which will all become clear in a moment, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> my name is Kate. I am uh, not the host of this uh, program. I'm just having a bit of a bit of a uh, bit of a go at it for variety's sake. Oh, Kate, we're wild and free. Thank you, thank you. I I am instead a passing druid who happens to stop in and talk about. Well, I mean, I live here. I live here, but you know, I I I, I help talk about heathenism. I hope I help. Uh, you do. I I might I might I might you know, uh, go astray a couple of times here and there. Uh, and the same will go for tonight. And I'm joined by the person who is actually the host of Frithcast, which is, or who is? Hello. It's Suzanne. Hello. Hi. Hello, Hello Suzanne. Um, so I'm going to ask you a question because ask. we start with questions. This is how we learn foo and random things because it generally starts with a question. Hmm. So today we're going to talk about one of the concepts that is in the runes. Now uh, the runes are awesome. You've probably heard of uh, at least the Elder Futhark and runic objects, inscriptions. We've talked a little bit about things like the Viking graffiti at Maze Hammer. <clears throat> I've heard about the Elder Futhark. Yes, this is good. Hmm. There is more than one script, but the Elder one tends to be the one people are most familiar with. Okay. So one of the uh, runes in there is the runes don't just stand for a letter they also generally have a concept or an idea attached to them mm. and it's one of those concepts that I'd like to have a bit of a wander around in this episode and the rune is the one for joy wunjo joy if you look at it in the anglo-saxon futhark it tends to be known as win okay w y n joy as in happiness joy is in happiness and glee and glee okay. so i'm going to start with a question of what ties together Anakin Skywalker, Harry Potter, and Marcus Aurelius. Oh, and the minions. Oh, just throw the minions in as well. Because why would you not right, throw minions on. in it? Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Harry Potter. Yeah. Marcus Aurelius. Oh, yeah. And the minions. Yep. Because we're going to have a wander around all four of those and a couple of other things besides in this episode. They're all tiny and wear goggles. Not sure you could say that about Marcus Aurelius, but that might be a new look for him. Oh, Anakin Skywalker wore goggles in episode one when he was doing the pod race. He did, yes. Harry Potter 
he definitely has glasses. I don't know about goggles. Did he do goggles while he was like taking potion classes and stuff? Because he should have done, really, because that's like... <laughs> yeah, but it's not them being small it's not and goggles. goggles. No. Okay, fine. Because goggles and heathenism, I'm not quite sure I could tie together steampunk Vikings, but I'm sure we could probably have a go at it in a future podcast. Bananas! They all like bananas! I don't know. Do you think Marcus Aurelius would ever have had a banana? Where do bananas come from? Why don't I know where... Why don't I know where Caribbean? bananas come from? They come from I know they come from the Caribbean, but I don't know whether they started out there. Were they introduced Your there? Are they native generic there? generic supermarket? Yeah. Did Marcus Aurelius ever go down run a generic supermarket? I don't know. Hmm. If he did, it probably had the same layout as all the other ones. Yeah. Roman supermarket. Oh. Okay, so it's not bananas and it's not goggles. I'm stumped. Uh, okay. Cat, any ideas, cat? No. The cat cat has no ideas at all. No idea about anything whatsoever. Well, we're going to talk about this one particular rune, and this has been something that has kind of probably hit me in the last week or so, is this concept of joy and happiness. For a heathen, yeah, it's a good thing. For most people, joy and happiness isn't all a good thing. Certainly at face value. Yeah, for me, the heathen version has a couple of caveats on it. Okay. And we'll get round to those somewhere closer to the end. But where I want to start is looking at what joy and happiness is for a heathen. All right. And I'm not going to go down the, the, the stereotypical route of... To shush the noisy, to see yes. them driving home and to hear the silence of the library. Yeah, no, we're not... That's uh, Silence in libraries is all good and I quite like it, but that's not where I'm going with. There's these things called the rune poems... And they generally tend to give a verse per rune. And there's an Anglo-Saxon rune poem that surprisingly deals with all the Anglo-Saxon runes. And there's other rune poems that give definitions to each of the other rune sets. Right. Which, for the majority, stay the same. So if you read the Anglo-Saxon poem for joy, it reads, Joy is for the one who knows little of woe. Bonus. Yeah. I can quite go for that. Makes sense. Unhampered by sorrow, he will have bright fruits and bliss and buildings enough. Now, even in that, there's a concept of moderation. There's a concept of living in the moment. There's a concept of having just enough of something, not having an excess of something. Okay. Because that excess will not create joy on its own. Mm. Even... The old father, with he cautions in the Havamal about having too much knowledge. Because if you have too much knowledge, you're almost not happy. Yeah. Because you're, you're thinking too much on what is to come and how it all connects together. You're not living in the present moment. And this is where the minions come in, because if you've seen a couple of films called Despicable Me and Despicable Me Too. And you have, let's face it. Because I... <laughs> minions, yeah. The Minions are... And even if you've not seen the films, you've seen... You've probably you've seen, seen the Minions. Because yeah. they've been all... Oh, for You know, for, for some for while there, they, were, years, they yeah. were literally all over everything, yeah. weren't they? Despicable Me 3 is somewhere due out fairly soon. Oh, it is, isn't it? I yeah. Think. So there will be more Minions. Yeah. But the Minions... Oh, very much they live in the moment. They find absolute joy in the simplest things in the moment. They don't really show... They do show concern about what's going to happen in the future, but they mostly live in the here and now, in the instant, instant to instant, moment to moment. Mm. They find joy in the things that they do together as a group and 
that they get up to, but in that particular minute. Yeah. They're very much living <clears throat> joy in that moment. They're not thinking about the future and they're not thinking about the past. They're, they're living not, in the here and now. They're not worrying about what's to come and they're not regretting things that they've done. Or, yes, yeah. or, or anything like that. They're very much living in the here and now. This is presumably... I'm 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 reaching. I'm on a limb, but I'm, this is presumably why they appeal to people to the extent they do, because they're just insanely jolly. Yes, they are. Yes, they are childlike, and yes, they are puerile. But that's kind of bottom. What... <laughs> bottom. <laughs> Sorry, you are not. Did I interrupt? <laughs> but that very instant humour is very much that joy of being in that present moment, yeah. of living in that present moment. And that appeals. That does appeal. It's very similar to Jedi. Okay, now you've lost Being me. in the present. Oh, uh, the, the Jedi the as Jedi. opposed to the film. Yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah. Not like Jedi Minions because that would be awesome. That would be cool. You'd that have to would get them be really so good. You'd have to get them little brown cloaks, little brown robes to can wear. Can you imagine Minions with a lightsaber? Because I can, and that would be hilarious for about the first ten minutes, and they're very messy. <laughs> I was going to say that would be pretty damn gory, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be so funny. Wow. Yeah, let's not go there. But. The Jedi from the Star Wars films are the same. They are very much live in the present moment. Hmm. Don't live in the past. Don't fear the future. Let what is be. It's a very yeah. It's yeah. It's a it's a it's a discipline that's I guess is common to a lot of philosophies in in, yes, in, in yeah. some respect. I mean, you find it in uh, you find it in the Jedi because it's. I mean, obviously they 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 had their conceptual roots in a lot of the the sort of eastern traditions a lot of yes. you know in buddhism taoism confucianism and so on oh wait, buddhism is the same live moment to moment exactly yeah, yeah. um and, and to some degree it's something that you find in uh the uh, druid philosophies as well mm -hmm. i say philosophies because there are billions of them but um you know a lot of them will have this 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 common understanding that you in order to be a fully engaged, fully connected person to the earth, you want mm. to be in the here and now. In the here and now. So this is where Marcus Aurelius comes in. Yeah. And how he connects to the minions. Minion Jedi. Indeed. Awesome. <laughs> Roman um, minion Jedi. Roman minion Jedi. This oh, is getting this complicated. Is, this is getting so good. <sighs> if anybody wants us... It wants to draw us a picture of what a Roman minion Jedi looks like. Oh, please do! That would be awesome. I'm just, I'm just imagining legions of them. Little minions, yeah. Just, just marching across Europe, conquering. <laughs> Try. Can you imagine trying to keep them in order? No. I mean, they say it's hard to halt a moving legion, <laughs> but if it's made of minions, they just swarm. Bless him. They wouldn't kind of do anything but swarm, I think. Oh, that'd be fabulous. So, Marcus Aurelius, mm. big Roman chappy. If you've yes. not heard about him before, he's a chap that wrote a piece called Meditations. Yes, he actually, he was a, he was a Roman emperor. Uh, he was considered one of the five good emperors. And while he was campaigning, 
as Roman emperors had to do. He was he was not a he was not a, a particularly militaristic man, but having been brought up a Roman, it was it was there, and you know the emperor did what emperors were expected to do. So he had various campaigning to do while he was out at in his sort of tents and things on the uh, on the battle battlefronts. He would write uh, essentially what have become books of philosophy, um, mm. the thoughts of Marcus Aurelius. Yes. Uh, which Squirrel. we now which we now call meditations. Yeah. Yes. And in meditations, he looks at very much living in the moment, but with just enough of something. Yes. He doesn't look at things in excess. I mean, he is a Stoic, so he takes it a little bit further than I would. What he does and doesn't require to live a balanced, what he would understand as a balanced life. Yeah. Joy in the runes for me, this joy, this the rune Wunjo, Win, yeah. is about joy and happiness. But it has connotations of other things as well. The, the sort of, yes, you can be happy, but you can't be happy all the time else. You'll not know what you'll not be able to define that from anything else. Okay. So you need to have happiness in balance with other things and having that sort of keeping that balance of need and want yeah. is a, a, particularly where my brain was taking this. And it, the sort of the, the thing, the definition between the things you need and the things you want. Yes, which Stoics such as Marcus Aurelius would be very conscious of that difference. Yes, they would uh, only want. They would only strive to have the things they needed, rather than all the things they wanted. <clears throat> it, the, um, the 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 chasing after the things that you want is often a uh, is often. I, I suppose again, I suppose Buddhism would have much to say about the same things. You, mm. If you if you attach yourself to uh, you know you know material luxuries or even people, yes, uh, that you think are what you need to make you happy. But in actual fact, they are what you want. Yes. You see, they, again, they might take this in a little bit of a different direction to me personally. Of course. But, yeah, there is yeah. that understanding that for Buddhism, attachment is what stops you spiritually progressing. Yeah. For me, I quite like being attached to certain things. Okay. <laughs> I quite, quite like having. But the other side of this rune for me is that the difference between need and want is usually wish. Yeah. So you can need something, but you can wish to want something. Okay. And that tied up in all of this for me is that art of correct wishing. There are fairy tales that will quite often centre around somebody being given three wishes and making a mistake. Oh, yes. And not getting exactly what they've wished for, but it not being what they actually wanted. So we'll put a couple of links in the description once I've zoomed around the fairy tales a little bit. The fairy tales, certainly the ones that I grew up with, are full of examples of people being given three wishes mm. and having to use the third wish to undo yes. what's happened in the first two because they've not got that art of correct wishing, that yeah. understanding that things are in balance. So this is where, if you kind of sort of sat looking at your listening device going, what are they on about? <laughs> what are they talking about this time around? Because I do not get it. There are a couple of examples from popular culture that, for me, illustrate the art of correct wishing. This joy in moderation, this balance in, in happiness, which the runes comes ultimately from the runes. One of those 
is Harry Potter. Okay. Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Mm-hmm. First film in that fabulous series. Harry Potter is searching for the Philosopher's Stone. Okay. But can't find it. And the only reason he can find it in the very conclusion of the film, spoiler, sorry, <laughs> I'm kind of hoping you've all seen it by now. Um, and we're not spoiling too much for you because we're going to be giving away a couple of spoilers in this episode. The only way that he can actually find the Philosopher's Stone, Dumbledore has set a, a, a caveat on it that it can only be found by somebody who doesn't want to find it. Devious. Very devious. Yeah. So anybody Sensible. actively searching for it can't get their hands on it. Okay. But when Harry comes along, he doesn't want to find it so he can find it. He stands in front of the mirror, puts his hand in his pocket and brings it out. And there it is. And that, to me, is the art of correct wishing. It's that want and need Mm. balanced. Mm. The other example that I can give of fairly spectacular misuse of the art of correct wishing is Anakin Skywalker from Star Wars. Yes. Yes. Little Annie. Yeah, no, a little bit older than that. Oh. To about the third film. We're past the goggles now. Oh, thank God. Yes, we're way past the goggles. Okay. Take the goggles off. Ooh, all those... Fling. Celia Imri had goggles on when she was flying that space fighter. That was a bit awesome. Celia Imri was flying a space fighter. I just can't... I still... Okay. Even now, I can't get over it. Okay, Carry come on. on back. Sorry. Great wishing. So, Anakin Skywalker, in the third film, Revenge of the Sith, does... A whole load of soul searching and comes up with the only solution he can think of to protect all the people he loves. Where wanting to protect all of the people that you love in your life is a fairly noble thing and a a good thing to strive for. He decides that the only method he can do that is by actively turning, going another way, picking up skills that go beyond to try and keep them all safe by the use of power. He has every noble intent. Yes. It's a bit of a kind of a snap turn, but if you can get over that part, yeah, he's... He, he's got the noble thought in his head, he just doesn't have the art of correct wishing. By every, yeah, I mean, by every, by every measure, uh, every ethical measure that I think you and I share, and perhaps a lot of people that are, you know, uh, mm. a lot of people that might be listening to this will share, if I say to you, this person wants to protect their family and the people they care for. We can all relate to that. I'm, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm all good with that. There's, yes. there's nobody is gonna is gonna point at that trait on its own or that 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 uh, that feeling that desire on its own and say that is a dark thing. Yes, because Jedi minions are definitely not a dark thing. Indeed, <laughs> absolutely. <sighs> but Anakin Skywalker uses the application of force and over does it so he gets exactly what he wishes for yeah he gets the power but it destroys the connection to everything that he was working to protect yeah because because it does because it does uh absolute power corrupts absolutely yeah dragon sickness yes he gets the dragon i mean there is another rune called need which is about that obsession unhealthy obsession dragon sickness Uh, as you would call it as tolkien's dwarves called it the dragon sickness Mm. the concepts of balance and moderation don't just come through this one of the art of 
correct wishing and joy and happiness. Mm. You know, it it comes across in all things. If you have a treat every day, it doesn't become a treat. It becomes that's, a normal pattern of behaviour. That's true. If you have a treat once a week, you're likely to value it a lot more because it's in balance. Yeah. So these are some of the things that have been zooming around in my head in the last, I don't know, last week or so. Yeah. Is suddenly going from Minions to Jedi to Anakin Skywalker to Marcus Aurelius to Harry Potter and looking at the art of correct wishing mm. and happiness in, in balance, in moderation. Moderation. Of things. Awareness, awareness of the difference between what you want and what you need. Yes. And living in the present moment. Yeah. I don't know, maybe there's a way of taking a little dash of Buddhism and trying to live in the present moment. Yeah. Which is then connected with this obtaining happiness, but not through material wealth, but also this art of correct wishing, keeping things in balance, in moderation, keeping material possessions in balance, keeping knowledge in balance, mm. not spending too much time and focus on one particular aspect to the detriment of all others. Yeah. Don't fixate. Don't fixate. It's... And it's right there in the rooms. Don't fixate. As, as are so many things. Oh, God, yes. So, cross fingers in some of the future episodes will dip into the runes again. Yeah. Because they're not just used for inscriptions. Yeah. And it might be that this will come up again. Oh, yeah. God, yes, I hope so. Because my brain's sparking off on little Jedi minions are bouncing around in my head now. You need to go right, I think. <laughs> no, we're going to get rid of them go, for a month. Go do yourself a Star Wars <laughs> Despicable Me fanfic. Oh. Would that not be such an awesome Set in thing? Roman times. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'll just, yeah, I'll be back in a bit. Okay. Um, so we might have given you a whole different episode this time around. Mm -hmm. A little bit of something different. It's certainly a, a concept that's been bouncing around in my head. And once you see one connection in popular culture, you start looking at other aspects and suddenly realising that this concept of moderation and the art of correct wishing, mm. I can put that on to a lot of things hmm. everything from fairy tales to star wars to harry potter has this balance and moderation power and moderation knowledge and moderation so it's certainly something i've been thinking about quite a lot in the last few weeks so i hope today has been a bit of a different thing yeah so we'll probably leave it there for today Indeed. So if you want to find us online, I'm Suzanne. You can find me on Facebook under Suzanne Martin. On Twitter, come and say hi. Throw me a friend request. It's all good and groovy. Yeah, indeed. Yes. And um, if you want to find me, I have a website. I've got a website. Well, I that sounds a bit grand, say I've got a website. I've got a bit of a blog. It's basically just to keep some links on so I don't have to go through all the places that I've... Basically, right... Go to glassrain.net and all one word apart from the .net, obviously. And I'm there, basically. Okay. And that links to my Facebook and my Twitter <laughs> and my Google Plus. And there's a couple of posts on there. There'll be more, hopefully, by the time you listen to this. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Maybe a few. So there you are. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good.
it's just says because I'm happy. Clap along if you feel like a room without a roof. What is that? I'm not sure what that means, anyway. Uh, like you have the sky to reach for, I guess. Oh, I see. Might seem cra- might it. seem crazy what I'm about to say. Sunshine, she's here. You can take a break. I'm a I'm not. How do you sing that bit? I'm a hot air balloon that can go to space with the air like I don't care, baby. With the by air the way, like I don't care, baby. By, by the way, way, I don't know how to. I've just changed the key. Let's go back to your key. Where was your key? Oh, I don't know. Down the back of the sofa, probably. <laughs> But anyway, it's, it's it's about I can do the clapping along. So you can. That's easy. Because like I'm a seal. happy. Arr, 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 arr. Clap along if you feel like a room without a roof. Do do do. Clap along if you feel like happiness is the truth. Do do. Clap along if you know what happiness is to you. Do. Clap along if you feel like that's what you want to do. And so on. Here come bad news, talking this and that. I can't do it. Give me all you got, don't hold back. I can't sing. Well, I should probably warn you, I'll be just fine. I'll just do the do-do-do's. Okay. I can do the do-do-do's. No offense to you, don't waste your time. Here's why. Because I'm happy. <laughs> you need you need musical accompaniment, really. You just do. We'll just fade that out. It'll be fun. Anyway, that's copyright material. Yeah. We'll get into trouble for that absolutely fabulously faithful uh, cover we've just done. Banana. Banana. <laughs> <laughs> Babble. Uh, Bye boy. Yeah. And that. I wonder what happens if you do this. <laughs>